My wonderful friends, welcome to Fate FM, Drive Time Big Q&A. This is the program where we respond to difficult questions concerning God, faith, contemporary religion and the Bible, and where we look at the world religious trends in the light of Bible prophecy. I am Nick Krita, the South Australian Regional Coordinator for Faith FM, and I am very happy to be with you today. Thank you for tuning in. Please stay with us for the whole hour because uh, we have put together a program which we would like you to uh, enjoy, but also to be part of it. And uh, from the beginning, I'm inviting you to uh, join us uh, with a question, maybe a thought, um, a comment you may have. And you know by now that uh, um, if you are um, a regular listener, that uh, through the number which I'm going to give it in a moment, you can send us a text message and uh, share your um, thoughts uh, with us uh, through this program. The number is zero four triple eight eight zero eight double one, and I'm inviting you not to be shy, but share something with us today. Now, make sure that you have this number uh, in case if you are uh, listening the first time, or maybe you miss out of uh, saving this number in your uh, device. Um, yeah, write it down, save it now. I will mention it a couple of times because I'm going to come with some wonderful offers uh, today uh, during the program and um, a little bit later I'll come to that. But um, right, right now it's uh, wonderful uh, to be able to uh, say hello uh, to our um, regular co-host uh, Tracy Papandreou. Tracy, it's good to have you back with us here live from Adelaide, South Australia. Thanks, Nick, and it's always good to be here. Hi to all the listeners, and I hope you enjoy our program today. And uh, yes, Tracy, when I look back, uh, it's already now maybe almost two years uh, since uh, we start together. Yeah, I think it was February twenty. No, I think it was February twenty-one. I think was was when I started. So okay, well there we go. There's it, like two almost, years. You're almost right, two you're years. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. the time is going very, very fast yes, and uh, exactly. lots of things uh, going on in the world. And that's why, um, you know, the Bible says that in the later days, you know, uh, years will go like days. And uh, um, no wonder that uh, we look back and say, wow, is that two years already? Because it's a lot going on, happening. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, one of those things will... Uh, um, We'll be able to talk a little bit today, maybe some events going on uh, in the world uh, uh, today because um, it's devastating to just open the TV or uh, device, you know, to read some news and you'll be blown away by the things going on in this world. I don't know if we are desensitized or Mm. not, uh, but... It's something is not right with us, you know, uh, even being able to to take in, if you like, so much stuff going on in the world today. Mm, and, and the thing is, too, there's, you know, it's one thing after the other after the other. Mm. And I actually think that part of our desensitization comes from the fact that we are built in such a way um to sustain life, to sustain, you know, mental wellness. And sometimes it's, you know, inbuilt within us to, you know, not 
fall too far into a situation, a difficult situation. And this is how I think we become sensitised when we see, you know, tragedy here, tragedy there. Mm. Um, if we fell apart with with every every situation, you know, we'd we'd all have terrible mental illness. So I think that's something of the way that our mind has been built as a as a sustaining mechanism but unfortunately also too it kind of does mean that when we see all all awful things happen we tend to kind of think oh well it's not hap- yes yes that's terrible but it's not happening to me mm. uh what's for breakfast yes. kind of thing you know so so yeah that's just an unfortunate kind of thing i think about of the way that we are made. And some of us are wired differently to others mm. as well. Mm. So some will be affected more than others, you know, by um, hearing of all the tragedies that are happening one after the other these days. That is right. And, um, yeah, Tracy, maybe just um, instead of like uh, just picking up a um, uh, topic, you know, from the World Watch uh, today, I'm thinking in particular to just look a little bit uh, to what's happening in Turkey and mm. in, in Syria right now. I believe there are lots of prayer as we are on air right now yes. uh, going on, you know, and we want to uh, be part of that. You know, we mm. want to uplift uh, all those people uh, there. Let me just take you to um, an article here, uh, Tracy, um, entitled A Prayer for Turkey and Syria After the Devastating uh, uh, Earthquake. And um, just one line uh, caught my attention here. It says, um, the news from Turkey and Syria gives us incredible raw data, you know, uh, raw information. Mm. And it says here, more people in Turkey have been killed in this earthquake than in any earthquake since 1999. I mean, they have a devastated earthquake back in 1999, uh, which they have, I think, close to 17... In Turkey? In Turkey, close to 17,000 okay. people died at that time. But now it's superseding uh, mm. that by far and doesn't look good, you know, mm. uh, the situation. So just to understand, mm. it's not saying that the m- most people have been killed in any earthquake since 1999, but just no, in, since, Turkey. Since in Turkey. In Turkey, okay. yeah, that's yeah. what I, I mentioned yeah, in Turkey. Yeah. But um, the, the damage in Syria has affected also uh, people who um, already they have more deaths during this earthquake that than for the 11 years of conflict wow. in Syria. Wow. And when you compare this um, sort of uh, figures, you know, uh, you ask some questions, you know, so what's going on? And, you know, this is a religious broadcast. Mm. And we try to bring to the attention of our listener um, what the Bible says, what how the Bible, Bible speaks about these events. And, you know, the Bible says if we just... Right now, open the uh, book of uh, Matthew in chapter 24. It will speak about these sort of things mm. like earthquakes, like uh, floods. And we experience that uh, here in Australia, mm. but all around the world. Uh, pestilences. Pestilences. We've been through COVID. Yeah. Exactly. Mm. I mean, what's going on? What's going on? I mean, uh, are we still paying attention to what the Bible says or are we taking this just as a random things happening? Mm-hmm. What's your uh, view on this? 
Well, that's why I think, you know, the Bible is such a gift for us because um, I think without the Bible as a guide, you you would be taking all of these um, different events on board and kind of going, what's going on? And I do know people who are not believers um, <clears throat> or they are believers but don't um, kind of give the Bible its due weighting and they are, what's going on? But if you really believe in the integrity of and the truth of God's word and God has left us with information mm. in order to be able to see what is happening and where we are up to in the timeline of the world because we know the world as we know it is not going to go on forever. We're told that the world will wax old and Jesus gave the disciples information about when he will return what will be the signs and when his returning was coming that would be the end mm. of the world mm. as we know it and so we have all of that information and I think if you take a look at world events and view them through the lens of the Bible they all begin to make a lot more sense now right. nobody knows the time that Jesus will return but Jesus also said you know you see the fig tree and you see these developments in the fig tree and it makes you know that this is the season is is at this point mm. so uh what he was saying was basically i've told you what the signs will be you won't know the day or the year but i've told you what the signs would be and this should help you to understand where we are up to. So I believe we are living in the time of the end. Mm -hmm. We don't know how long that time will run for, but very much so we are told that there will be more and more and more of these kinds of events before the mm. coming of Christ. Mm. And certainly there are more and more and more happening. Some people say it's just that, we measure them more than we used to, but even scientists will will say, no, no, there are actually more of these events taking place than yeah. used to. Yeah. Now uh, we we pose a few questions during the week, and uh, we look at this um, kind of uh, uh, theme. You know, uh, if God is all loving and all powerful, why does exist uh, so much pain? I mean, the problem of pain, I mean, through earthquakes or wars and all those things, uh, as this work, uh, earthquake is it's happening, you know, the war in Ukraine is just escalating. And uh, what would you say to somebody who may not even uh, call God, the one who's in control of everything or believe in God, uh, what would you say to this person? It's very difficult, Nick, because to explain that properly to somebody takes time to actually sit down mm. and explain because it's a very nuanced kind of kind of thing. It's not something that I could give a pat answer, you know, a one-line answer to because if I say that it's actually God's mercy, which is why he hasn't brought an end to mm. all of this now, mm. then somebody who does not believe, they kind of go, what? God allows people to die. He allows little children to starve um, for his mercy. What is that, Tracy? So I must admit it's a very difficult thing and to explain the nuances of it as we know about it in the Bible takes time. So um, I really don't try to explain it 
quickly too much uh, because I think you do need to take the time to understand what the word says about it because it isn't a simple answer and mm. it's not me trying to be slippery. It's about the fact that it's just such God's mercy means that there is such a nuanced answer. He has to allow certain things to play out mm. uh, and it's not, you know, his ways are not our ways. And so the way he is reacting uh, to to sin in this world is not the way that we would naturally re- react. Our humanness mm. would just kind of go, get rid of Putin and one bullet kind mm. of thing, you know, mm. because, you know, there is the, the idea people talk about, you know, all the difficulties with the, you know, the, the Ukraine-Russia war, you know, why doesn't somebody just take Putin out? That would, that would fix it. Mm. Well, you know, that those are human kinds of thoughts and and the Lord is merciful to, to everyone. He gives everyone as much chance as possible, you know, to actually come to him and be transformed mm. by um, the workings of his Holy Spirit. So it, it is mm. it is difficult to give a quick answer on yeah, that. Absolutely right. And this article continues to say that in this time, you know, it's reminding us that we are here regardless of circumstances. Mm. You know, uh, even if you believe in God or not, uh, you are uh, part of what's happening in the world. Yes. Uh, now also, we know that our world is damaged. Mm-hmm. That's uh, not only from a Christian uh, perspective, but uh, even from a scientific point of view, people start to recognize that this world is, cannot go on uh, like this uh, too far. Yeah. And uh, um, also the article continues to say that we know that there are many kinds of damage we may never understand. Mm-hmm. Help us trust you. And to believe that you are still present in moments like this. This is a prayer through this article mm-hmm. uh, to God that uh, let's pray to God. If those Muslim people, they pray to their God, I pray to Allah, you know, mm-hmm. um, if they believe that that's uh, who's going to help, you know, in moments like this, you need to put your trust in something which is above your uh, uh, human, reasoning. human reasoning. And you know, here, both we are talking about three major religions in the world, like Judaism, uh, Christianity, and um, Islam. Islam. Mm. All of these three religions, they understand God and how God act mm. and how God created things, you know. Mm. But what amazes me Tracy and my dear friend listening today if you have an opinion on this or if you like to share please uh, please share with us is that we are so much in hate with each other mm. I read a few articles just before the going on air uh, how uh, Christians Christians are persecuted or how even Muslims are uh, persecuted or uh, if even in the Muslim world Two different kinds, you know, mm. uh, persecuting each other. And I was posing these questions. What's going on with us? Mm. What's going on? Uh, what's wrong with us? Instead of just uh, being humans, we allow, actually, Tracy, the work of the enemy, the work of the enemy of God and the enemy of each one of us, which is Lucifer. And I'm coming to uh, share with you, my dear friend listening today, 
very soon um, a book and a DVD. Today will be a bit special. Uh, we are going to give you a book and a DVD. Uh, please stay tuned not to miss uh, either of these because they are uh, incredibly um, good. But yeah, Tracy, anything else uh, if you like to, to mention? Because we are going to have a prayer mm. uh, for the people in, uh, in Turkey and in Syria and others, you know, who are going through very tough times. And my dear friend listening today, if you have a prayer request, if you have a prayer, just why not to send us a text message with that prayer on 04-888-808-11. I would just say... Um As you said, Nick, that regardless of your level of belief or whatever, we're all in this situation together, this imperfect world. But my experience has been when I put those things that I do not understand uh, in the hands of God and I leave it to him and I say, look, you know, um, I'm, I'm supposed to have peace. You tell me that when I come to you, I will have peace and um, please take these concerns and these difficulties mm. from me. Mm. And even not understanding everything, I have that peace, that peace that comes from the Holy Spirit. And so I would just um, um, give that counsel to our listeners that, you know, don't necessarily trust what you see before your eyes. Sometimes, many times, things that are of Satan are attributed to God, you know, acts mm. of God, which, mm. are, which are not acts of God. Um, so I would just say, you know, hold on, hold tight to your Redeemer because he wants the best for you regardless of what it may what it may how it may seem that things are are playing out and mm. he knows the he knows the end the end game in this book he knows he's he's not only read it but he's written the final chapters of of this story and uh he's the he's the um He's the winner of it all. And so mm. I want to be on the winner's team and just place myself in his hands. And I just, you know, uh, um, advise people to, even if, even if they don't feel that they've got that trust, to pray that God will give them that mm. faith and trust. Mm. Mm. Yeah, thank you, uh, Tracy, for uh, saying that and uh, sharing. We are going to pause for a few moments uh, here now and, and just pray. And, Tracy, if you like to pray, and uh, I, I will pray also, and as we do this, maybe um, our listener uh, will uh, send a text message with a prayer um, request, and uh, we'll, we'll love to do that in the next couple of uh, minutes. And I'm repeating the number again for those people listening, just in case if they want to to share with us. Uh, the number, my dear friend, it's zero four triple eight. 80811. Please send us a text message. Uh, I'll just start with a few words mm. of, uh, of prayer. Now, uh, we know, dear Lord, that um, the rescue workers are still trying to find people. They are doing this in uh, places where, uh, you know, the entire apartments block have collapsed. Um, they are working where, uh, you know, cold weather makes it even uh, more vital to find people before they freeze. Please keep them safe, Lord. The rescuers, uh, keep them alert. Help them communicate well, Lord. Give their um, uh, 
supervisors' patience and uh, resilience as they coordinate these efforts. We just want to pray, dear Father in heaven, uh, for those still missing, waiting for someone to rescue them, keep them safe, keep them warm in the bitter cold, give them hope where hope seems impossible. Show them how to help other victims when they can and how to work with uh, rescue workers to ensure great outcomes. We ask for special protection over mothers and children uh, waiting for help. Keep them safe from the elements of hazard and unexpected threats as they wait for help. We pray this in the wonderful name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Yes, dear, dear Heavenly Father, I, I concur with Nick's words, Father, and I I thank you for the power that you will bring into this situation, Father, as a result of our prayers, Lord. I just pray, dear Father, for those who have lost people, Lord. I just pray that your Holy Spirit would come close to them, Father, and would ease their pain, Father. I pray that you would lead and guide them, Father, to um, people who can support them, can help them, Lord. Mm. And I pray, Father, for all of us here, Lord, that um, if there is um, assistance, uh, work that you want us to do, Father, to help with these efforts, whether it be in um, donating money, Lord, I don't know. I just pray that your Holy Spirit would speak to every one of us and that our hearts would be obedient to your will. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you so much, Tracy. And uh, we are still waiting for your prayers, uh, my dear friend listening uh, uh, today. And um, may God bless you as um, you even uh, think of uplifting in your prayers those people in need. This program is made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio. And this is Faith FM Drive Time BQ&A with Nick Rita and Tracy Papandreou. Uh, right uh, from Adelaide, um, uh, we are uh, approaching uh, a very interesting uh, topic uh, today. And the question which we would like to pose today is, can't God deal with evil right now? That's what we would like to see. But I would like to draw your attention to uh, uh, the first offer, which I would like you to know. And this is a DVD, Cosmic Conflict. This takes a spectacular uh, journey back through the time and traces the transformation of a perfect angel into Satan, the archdemon, and how he led an army of angels in the revolt of heaven. Witnesses the creation of a beautiful uh, new world, feel the suspense as the devil brings his rebellion to this planet to this creation. And I would like you, my friend, today to order this book. I mean to request this book because it's a free gift from us. And to do that, you need to just uh, send a text message to 4 with a code SA102. 
and this DVD is yours. I will come back to this a little bit later. And the other offer which we have, which is a book called Finding Calm in Chaos of Life. But Tracy, I think it's time to um, uh, turn to our um, uh, study today because, uh, as I mentioned a bit earlier, under this theme of uh, if uh, God is a loving and all-powerful God, why doesn't he fix the problem of pain? And few questions already we dealt with, like uh, how did the perfect creation uh, get so ugly, you know? Mm. Or uh, does Satan really exist? Um, Or why does it matter? Mm. You know, many people will put all sorts of things going on uh, on God, Mm. being responsible. But Mm. if we understand the reality, you know, and uh, what the Bible tells us, and what's the reality of life, in fact, then we'll understand that a lot of things are out of our hands, and even of God's hands in a way, because God is so long-suffering. He awaits for me and you to give our life to God, and mm-hmm. he, he is still crying in his heart, I believe. So when he sees all these disasters and, and pain and hurt going on, mm-hmm. Because he wants as many of us to be saved in his kingdom and not to miss that opportunity. Mm -hmm. And another question um, uh, was, uh, uh, did God create Satan? Because people will uh, will go on that, you know. Absolutely. And if God created Satan, then God is responsible for everything that goes on. And just the other day, um, the question was, uh, how did Christ explain evil? Now, my dear friend, if you miss some of these programs, you know, uh, the good thing is that you can go back and listen to these uh, recordings. Um, you can even um, uh, go on our website, faithfm.com.au, and uh, listen from there, or have our app, FaithFM Australia, and uh, you can choose any of the programs you like. But Tracy, I would like to ask you this question again. Can't God deal with evil right now? Of course he can. God is all-powerful, and we know from the Word that um, God has more power than Satan. Mm. That Satan, when he went to uh, attack Job, uh, the Lord had to give him permission to be able to attack Job. So we know that, that the Lord certainly can deal with evil now. I think yesterday um, when the topic was discussed, how did Christ explain evil, um, the um, your, your co-host would have discussed about the parable of the wheat and the tares mm-hmm. in the fact that the Lord must allow the believers and the non-believers to, um, to uh, grow Let's say, let's live, live their life. He used the analogy, um, an agriculture analogy, uh, of the fact that, and I think actually, Nick, we talked about this in the past, and you had given your take on the fact that, um, because when you grew up, um, Back home in Romania, uh, there was lots of farming and things that you did, and you actually said that this uh, plant, which is a tear, uh, when it's actually quite small, it, it looks very, very similar to wheat. That's right. 
And it's not until it's more mature that you can actually tell the difference between these two. And so in that um, parable, the Lord is explaining that there is a need to allow those those two types of people, if you like, to continue side by side. And the reason why the tears are not pulled out at that point in time is so that some of the good wheat is not accidentally pulled out at mm. the same time. So uh, Jesus gave a very clear parable example of why he allows things to come to maturity. So in that, and as I said, that was discussed in yesterday's program about you know this this need for things to continue to come to full fruition before he can he can act um but what we need to be aware of is that god actually is dealing with sin and its effects right now it's not like he's standing by and doing nothing even though it may look that mm. way you know we're told in the bible um, through many different um, scriptures about the fact that it can seem like nothing is going on, but God and his angels are, are wor- working in the wings, if you like, mm. and then in inverted commas, suddenly we see a change and we're able to see that change before our eyes. But often there is a lot going on in the unseen world to put all of the pieces of of the puzzle in place Mm -hmm. uh, at the right time. So we know that God is dealing with sin um, and its effects, and he does that via the work of the Holy Spirit. So I'd just like to um, bring some scriptures, highlight some scriptures that talk about that. Um, Jesus did not want to leave us on our own. He didn't want to leave us as orphans once he went back to um, heaven. He was thinking about us and how we would manage and what we what tools we would need, mm. what helps we would we would need to live in this difficult world because he told us that he wasn't going to take us out of the world of sin, but he was going to help us to live in the difficulty of the of the sin until the end of the world. So in John fourteen, fifteen to eighteen, he's giving um this information before he goes up to heaven he's talking to his disciples he says if you love me keep my commandments and i will pray the father and he will give you another helper that he may abide with you forever the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him but you know him for he dwells with you and will be in you I will not leave you orphans. Mm. I will come to you. So he knew the beginning from the end. He knew that this is, you know, the, the, the awfulness of this world that we would find ourselves in. And he made arrangements for help for us, even at that point in time when he was actually um, preparing himself to go back to heaven. Um, and we know the the role that the Holy Spirit has as well. Um, so here we're told that the Holy Spirit is given to us as a helper, but there are other areas where um, it's actually more specific uh, about what the Holy Spirit is is to do for us. So in John sixteen five to fifteen, it's it's talking about the work of the Holy Spirit, and again, this is Jesus. But now I go away to him who sent me, and none of you ask me, where are you going? But because I have said these things to you, sorrow has filled your heart. 
It just mm. makes me think, you know, there there's a humanness of the disciples. You know, they're just thinking in a human way, but to understand things, we need the Holy Spirit to help us. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. But if I depart, I will send him to you. And when he has come, he will convict the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment of sin because they do not believe in me, of righteousness because I go to my Father and you see me no more, of judgment because the ruler of this world is judged. I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. However, when he, the spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth. So, you know, understanding the truth is very much the role of the Holy Spirit. For he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will tell you things to come. He will glorify me, for he will take of what is mine and declare it to you. All things that the Father has are mine, therefore I said that he will take Take of mine and declare it to you. Mm. So God, knowing we would find ourselves in these difficulties um, through Jesus, um, allowed for the Holy Spirit to be part of that. Just on the, on that um, one, if I could just interrupt for a moment, uh, Tracy. It's interesting how easy we can see here the partnership mm. in the Godhead. Yeah, you know, uh, you just mentioned there about the Holy Spirit. The uh, Jesus, how they talk to each other about the need, uh, what the need is, and uh, I will send it from my father. You know, it's it's very interesting to note the partnership, yes, working together. And I wonder if that's something which we are missing out as humans. If we are partnership in a partnership with God, with the Holy Spirit in this case, which has been promised by Jesus. Because if we are not in partnership, then probably we may, we may ask that question, why God is not dealing with sin? But what about if we are not even connected mm. with this sort of thing? Because sin can stop with me and you. Absolutely, absolutely. And Nick, when you were saying that, it just made me think of, um, one of the scriptures and, and I can't quote where it is right now, but it talks about the fact that, um, what God wants is for us to be so in line with the Spirit that we perceive what the way the Spirit wants to guide us, mm. and this, and we will say, you know, the Spirit will say, "Go left, go right, go straight ahead." And so, one of those things to lead us into truth is also to help us make good decisions and to understand situations so we can make good decisions as well. And mm. that can have real implications for our lives and the lives of others around us. Can we use some more uh, Bible passages uh, to see how the Holy Spirit is dealing? with this problem, sin. Yeah, um, one of the things too is, you know, we talked about the role of the Spirit being particularly around leading into truth, but that's not um, just all, you know. The Holy Spirit has the ability to negate the effects of sin in the life of the believer. It's the Holy Spirit, when we submit ourselves to the Holy Spirit, that brings that transformation. It brings a fruit that comes into our lives and it gives us the ability to be transformed. And in Galatians five twenty-two to 26, we um, find out more specifically 
about that. So um, we hear about the fruit of the Spirit in this, and the fruit of the Spirit is is like the evidence, if you like. You know, we don't we can't always read what's in a person's heart, but how they live their lives and what they do is a way of us. Uh, a way for us to be able to understand what's in their heart and what they think. And so we can, by what people do, we can, um, and the way they, they carry themselves, we can understand, if you like, the fruit of, of the mm, way they think, mm, etc. Mm. So this is, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such there is no law. And those who are Christ have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking one another, envying one another. So this is Paul speaking. Mm-hmm. And um, he's basically saying, you know, um, he, he's he's admonishing the believers to live in the spirit. And it's quite interesting that that's actually a verb, an action word, you know, and as much as we understand that we are not saved by what we do, it's about, again, as you said, Nick, it's about this partnership. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's about allowing the spirit to softly and gently make that transformation in us. It's about us not resisting what the Spirit wants to do, the fruit that the Spirit wants to bring out in us, um, you know, and and we can't do that stuff ourselves. And it's interesting talking about the Holy Spirit, particularly in the Christendom, you know, uh, people have all sorts of uh, understanding about the Holy Spirit and uh, uh, the work of the Holy Spirit, but it's so clearly um, uh, depicted here uh, in uh, this uh, book uh, in Galatians. And uh, chapter uh, um, Five again, my dear friend, uh, if you want to check that, uh, chapter 5, verses 22 to 26. But 25, it says, Since we are living by the Spirit, let us follow the Spirit. As you just pointed out, uh, uh, Tracy, needs to be that uh, relationship. Needs to be that. And what caught my attention, again, is the last verse which mm. we mentioned here. And it says this in, in this uh, New Living Translation. Let us not become conceited. Can you explain that word a little bit? Do you you know what that means? That's when we think a little bit too much of ourselves. Okay. And the next one says, or provoked. To provoke one another. Mm, mm. To be provoked or to provoke Mm, one another. mm. And not to be jealous Mm. of one another. Tracy, when I look at this verse in particular... It come to my attention, looking into the world, which we just mentioned before, with all the pain and devastation going on. Is that find in many of the cases this sort of problem like to provoke or to be provoked, to be jealous and to get out, go out of the way, you know, out of your way to do certain things, and even uh, considered, you know, considered, yeah, considered. Mm, mm. Uh, can 
what we see around well, maybe maybe more or less in a natural disaster you know because a natural disaster has also uh, some implication of these things but wars in particular and uh, just unrest i think has to do a lot with these problems and paul is inviting us to say hey if you are led by the holy spirit consider these things mm, change your life around it's interesting that you know, he's talking about the fact that these people are living in the Spirit, but he's still reminding them to cooperate with the Spirit. So it's almost like saying, yes, we are transformed, but because there is that temptation in the world, we will need to be, you know, maybe pushing aside some of those uh, natural things that might come up. Jealousy might come up. Conceitedness might come mm-hmm. up. But we are told, hang on, you've moved away from that. You're living in the spirit now. Put all of that aside and do not walk in that, walk in the ways of the spirit, which are uh, love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Almost we could um, say that when those, you know, let's just say that evil twin moments come up, we should stand back and ask ourselves, now, this what I'm feeling, this what I'm thinking. Does any of this line up with love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control? If not, push that to the side, mm. kick that to mm. the curb, get that out of my life. Holy Spirit, help to push it out of my life. And I was just thinking about this disaster and nobody will know until investigations are done with regard to this earthquake. But who knows? They may find that some of the building has building that has been done has not been done to code, has not been done correctly, and that's why there's so much devastation. We won't know. It's right? already it's already been said that in in media, you know, that um, even those ones are cheaply built. But I mean, but we're not that, going to that. We're not yeah, going no, to that. No, but what I want to say is that comes from a person ignorance con- and yeah. Or a person not considering others, thinking my profit is more important. Mm. We don't know that for sure, but that is a typical thing that can happen. You're I know right. in I know in Italy, in, in where they had some um, really bad earthquakes in Aquila, and a lot of those problems were because things weren't built properly, because it was all about. We need to make yeah. enough money. Yeah. Yes, so. no, that's true. And um, the magnitude of this earthquake was quite uh, horrendous. You know, uh, I, we we recognize that. Yes. But uh, look, uh, Tracy, uh, time is going um, very quick uh, today, and I just want to pause for a song just mm. to uh, debrief a bit. But and uh, my dear friend, listen to these beautiful words about the goodness and mercy of our God. And this is a song by uh, Anderson uh, Stevenson. Walk with you.
You are listening to Fate FM Drive Time BQ&A with Nick Rita and our co-host today is Tracy Papandreou. We are uh, asking this question, can God deal with evil right now? And that was a beautiful song, Tracy, by um, uh, Steve um, asking, uh, um, I mean, letting us know that Jesus is willing to walk with us. 
we just need to uh, give our give permission to Jesus mm-hmm. to work with us. And my dear friend, I have uh, another offer. I said today you have two offers, a DVD and a book. You can choose. But the book which we want to give you today is Finding Calm in Chaos of a Life. If you aim for a joyful, balanced life and wish to have total health, even in the imperfection of this world, follow Jesus' suggestion. Remain in me and I will remain in you. This book uh, will uh, reveal a little bit more to you about how to find calm uh, in these uh, difficult times we live in. And it's uh, a book um, um, written by uh, Julian Glossa, if I uh, say that correctly. You need to send us a text message with the code SA101 for this offer, 101. With um, the, the text to the number zero four triple eight eight zero eight double one. Now, because of uh, lack of time, I just want to mention again the other offer which we have. It's um, a DVD, Cosmic Cosmic Conflict by Doug Bachelor. Wonderful uh, DVD, high definition, and um, this uh, uh, DVD also will talk a little bit more about the. Um, evil one and uh, the work of the evil in this world, how evil came all about. Uh, don't hesitate to request uh, these two uh, um, offers. Now, for this DVD, you need to send a text message with the code SA102. All right, I'll leave that with you. And I'm coming back to Tracy here in the next few minutes left. Tracy, we just want to, um, again, to point out uh that God uh, had commissioned us as his church um, to heal the brokenhearted. Uh, what would you like to say in this? And probably just bring it a little bit together, uh, you know, how we emphasize already during the program so much pain going on in mm. this world. Well, we talked about the fact that God has said and Jesus, Jesus has told us through the parable that unfortunately evil needs to Allowed to be allowed to mature, but he has given us helps through the Holy Spirit, through various different gifts to be able to manage during this difficult time until he comes and uh, he um, renews the world. Um, one of the things that he has done is that he's given a commission to the church or believers to heal the brokenhearted. And he tells us this. Um, first of all, we get a mention of this when um, Jesus is actually in Nazareth and he stands up to read in the temple. And what he chooses to read is actually from the prophet Isaiah. And he says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. And it says, Then he closed the book and gave it back to the attendant and sat down, and the eyes of all who were in the synagogue were fixed on him. And he began to say to them, Today the scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. So he's telling people that in me coming, I've been anointed to preach the gospel to the poor, 
to um, heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, to give sight to the blind, etc. But Jesus is not here anymore. And what he did instead was that he left those who um, believe in him to actually have the commission to work on his behalf. There's actually a lovely poem that I came across by Teresa of Avila, who was a Spanish nun. And I have to admit, I don't really under- know much of all of her beliefs. But this uh, poem that she wrote certainly brings out the commission that God has given us. It says, Christ has no body now, but yours, no hands, no feet on earth, but yours. Mm. Yours are the eyes through which he looks with compassion on this world. Yours are the feet with which he walks to do good. Yours are the hands through which he blesses all the world. Yours are the hands, yours are the feet, yours are the eyes, yours are you are his body. Christ has no body now on earth, but yours. And I think that actually puts it really um, succinctly in terms of the expectation that uh, Christ has for us to help to heal the brokenhearted. So we know that there are many instructions in the Bible which talks about the expected conduct of a Christian. We talked about um, uh the way we we are meant to not provoke one another, mm. think good of each other, love one another, not repay evil for evil. And I um, look at uh, in Romans twelve. Um, uh, there's actually uh, some some a number of verses there which are under are under the heading "Behave like a Christian." But I direct your attention to twelve twenty, where it says, "Therefore." If your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him a drink. For in so doing, you will heap coals of fire on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. So these are some of the ways that we are required to um, make the load, make the walk easier for people among us who may have it, may be having a difficult time of things in this difficult world. Titus 3.14 says, And let our people also learn to maintain good works, to meet urgent needs. And that's what we see, you know, with good charities that go on, go out and they respond mm. to disasters like this or, you know, situations where people just cannot make ends meet that they may not be unfruitful. We are given the commission to not be unfruitful. And I think particularly of the parable of the sheep and the goats um, uh, regarding um, Christ's return and the judgment. Um, And we don't have time for me to quote all of that. But uh, um, Jesus was actually talking about this and um, giving counsel to people. And he says that... um, when he comes, you know, there'll be those who will be seen as righteous and those who will be seen as unrighteous. And that division is based on what they did for other people, you know, and what they did for him, he says. And, and some group says to him, the righteous group says, when did we ever do all this stuff for you, Jesus? And he said, when you did it for the least of them, you did it to me. Exactly. So, so you know, we know that this is a difficult world. Uh, we as Christians need to um, work with the Lord to be transformed, not resist any of those changes that he wants to make, and in being transformed to lighten the load and make life easier in the ways that we can for those who are in difficulty. Mm.
That, that's very, very good, uh, Tracy. And my dear friend listening today, if you pose that question ever in your life, that why God is not dealing with this problem of sin and uh, pain and all those things, probably we may need to ask again, maybe God needs to start it with me and you. And uh, uh, we'll see less probably of this uh, pain and suffering in in the world. I believe this is um, so encouraging, Tracy, mm. uh, to be able to allow God through the Holy Spirit to work in our life and to be more uh, as the um, beautiful verses in Galatians chapter 5 points out about the fruit of the Spirit, mm. you know, to experience uh, really. And, and instead of being just, selfish, jealous, uh, whatever it is, why not to be joyful? Why not to be a loving person? Why not to do all those things to um, to achieve what we expect from God to do in our life? My dear friends, um, our time is uh, up for uh, today. And thank you so much for um, uh, coming with us uh, today. And uh, even thank you for your messages. I'm just thinking of uh, you right now. Uh, Christina, thank you for even the message. I not sure if I have time to go through the message right now, but yeah, thank you for uh, for the messages and also uh, Emily. And uh, yeah, you'll enjoy those um, uh, offers which we provided for you. I'll just quickly say this, uh, what Christina says. Uh, what does it mean about uh, heaping uh, calls on your enemy's head? Uh, that's unkind. Or does it mean that there is God's punishment for them? Very good question. And it's biblical. But uh, the time is up for us uh, today. I will uh, live with, um, with this thought. Keep walking in the footsteps of Jesus. May God bless you. This program is made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio.